Welcome to Enlighten Up, the Hilarity Podcast with Lizzie Allen and Karina Lauren. We take hard topics, throw them up in the air, and dissolve them with laughter. Each week, we feature a comedian from the Hilarity course, and we discuss topics from their set, from sexual shame to getting older. We tackle it all with humor and heart. Our goal is to awaken the masses, promote love, and increase connection by dissolving shame, all while making you laugh until you pee your pants. So let's enlighten up and get started. Hello and welcome to episode one of Enlighten Up, the Hilarity podcast. This is exciting. I'm excited to start this podcast with you. It's been a long time coming. I'm pretty sure our audience members are excited because we're like (laughs) their two favorite people. That's right. And we've been promoting this uh, relentlessly before the the dog. (laughs) Typical. There's some things that go on here. No, Max. No. (laughs) Hey, you know what? For our listeners, this is a little behind the scenes of what happens in a real podcast. Max, no. (laughs) Episode one, going grand. The reason why I don't want the dog to come in, you'd think, yeah, you can just let the dog in, but he gets FOMO. So as soon as anyone walks past the door, he'll want to go out again. Oh, God. It's the in and out that drives me crazy. The cat this morning went in and out four times. And I'm like, what is your actual problem? Like, what are you trying to achieve? He goes out there and then what? What, what is what does he look around and realize there's nothing's nothing's happening out here? So then he's like, let me back in. And then I let him back in and he's like, huh, there's nothing going on here either. I'm like, get your get your life together. Get your life together. I mean, this is what we've got with modern day animals, haven't we? This is what human beings are like too, right? They're like, yeah. I want this, I want this. They go get it and they're like, Well, I want that over there. What about what I had before? I miss it. I know. It's it's relentless. I mean, we're living in an age of of total obsession with being somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why do we even have that word FOMO? That only started, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. People started using the word FOMO. I'd never heard of it before. Fear of missing out. That's what, that's what Max has. So no, you're not coming in. Yeah. Miss it. Yeah. You're missing out big time. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to this podcast. This is episode one, and uh, this we decided to do a podcast, what, five, six years ago? Yeah. And uh, we finally got our shit together, and here we are. So this podcast is really going to be uh, working a couple of ways where... Working a couple of ways... <laughs> synergize your face when I say your face she's like looking at me like what are you gonna say and I'm like I don't know and then I said nothing it's gonna come together and be coordinated and touch on a couple of different things I'm just trying to use business talk at this point the way that this is gonna work is we're gonna listen to a student set uh, from the hilarity course hilarity is a brand new form of therapy which can you hear the coughing in the background? I bet Let's you. Let's ask our listeners. Can asking. you hear the coughing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Someone might not be okay. <laughs> we're gonna soldier on. <laughs> oh gosh, it's gonna be a, a ride. Okay, so every episode we're gonna listen to a hilarity student slash comedian doing their thing. Actually, some of them for the first time ever up on stage. Right. Right. Okay, we can assure you their sets are much tighter than what you've heard this morning from us. 
And then we're going to talk about some of the topics that they raised. But we're always going to start it with a little like, hey, Lizzie, how you doing? How was your week? Yeah. Uh, well, Elaine went away. For those listeners out there, Elaine is my uh, wife, the good lady wife. And she went away and she said to me, don't live like a homeless person when I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? Homeless person. Uh, you know what? For those of you that don't live in and around Lizzie, what it means is don't leave your shit everywhere while I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty chaotic. I mean, we're sitting in, in my office at the moment. Surrounded by cardboard, I might mention. So maybe you didn't listen. I don't know. <laughs> I'm writing a book proposal. <laughs> a lofty, a lofty goal, <laughs> a very complicated goal for a dyslexic person. So I have a thousand different boards with ideas, festooned, festooned with ideas. It's actually kind of cool. For those of you that like going to a library or to a bookstore, it's it's the thought of someone has put poured all of their ideas out in words. Well, Lizzie's office here where we're podcasting from is I'm surrounded by cardboard and sticky notes and there's ideas and little tendrils of thought that have come out of her mind. And it's actually quite fascinating because I'll look around and I'll see grandpa dies shame. <laughs> you know? And then there's then there's all my boxes of diaries. And then, of course, my vision boards. Don't forget them. There's the vision board. So you got things like trust your gut, heart opening comedy, around the world. Oh, we got Oprah famous. There, we got Oprah. We've got Lady Gaga looking down on us. Oh, it's happening here. Oh, it's yeah. all happening in my mind. Yeah, some big things are happening. Actually, big things are happening. All around this year, aren't they? Oh my God, you got a new job. I got a new job, but let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the fact that there is one person who makes me, uh, what do you call it? When you get around someone famous and you don't know what to say. Like an artistic crush. Yeah. You got like a crush on this guy. (sighs) This guy and his wife. So they're... (laughs) Ooh, kinky. (laughs) Calm down, calm down. Okay, so Alex Brown is a local reporter for our local newspaper. And his wife, the two of them look like they walked right out of a time machine from the 1920s or 30s. And there's just something about their aura where I get a little like, like stupid. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to say. Well, Alex Brown has asked me... To essentially join his band, hello, join his band and be a bridge between the band and the audience for performances, that alone, I was like, cool, cannot wait. Because it's kind of like that great Gadsby, you know, I get to dress up and have fun. But then he asked me to sing with the band. Swear to God, Lizzie. Well, I've got you rapping before. I know that. But here, so here's the thing. I thought, well, I can't really sing. But when has not being able to do something ever stopped me before? Never. Never. So he was just messaging me today saying, what did you think about the songs I sent? Oh, by the way, he also said to me, don't worry, Karina, if you ever listen to female singers from the 1920s, they're not that good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Perfect. So the the song that I'm supposed to test out, are you ready for this? I'm ready. My mouth you, is open, listeners. I'm like, for, what is happening right now? The title of the song is Let's Do It. Oh, let's do it. Do you know that song? Let's do it. Oh, let's do it. So I let's, think I just got to get into a character. That's the one. It's like, 
Birds do it. Yeah, that one. Bees do it. Even educated flea. I didn't start in the right key, but. Yeah. Do you think I could Oh, absolutely. It's kind of like a talking song. Okay. You've got that lovely, gritty, deep voice. (laughs) I just got to get gritty. (laughs) You can do it. This is going to be amazing. And then there's another one. You've got to see mama every night or you can't see mama at all. Ooh. Hello. That sounds very, uh, (laughs) that's a sort of, uh, what's that word? Ultimatum. Do you think mama's their sexual partner? No, your mama. Your mama. It's like you've got, you You've got some kinky thing going on with a man, and if you don't come every night to satisfy my needs, then you don't get to see <laughs> then me. Then you all. don't get any of me. Ooh, Do you like that, that is that the one? kind of ultimatum I like. <laughs> Listen, son, it's all or nothing, son. Oh no, this is this went south quickly, didn't it? This went terrible. This got, this got turt. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at the time we have been waffling on for so long. It's what we do. Folks, you know what? If there's anything Lizzie and I are good at, it's waffling on. Yeah. Okay. It's having a good time. And we're getting used to this podcasting thing and hopefully you'll come along for the ride with us. So I think we've kind of set it up. Let's welcome Kay to the stage and... Yes. Listen to our powerhouse Kay and then we'll chat after. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Kay. Hi, everybody. Thank you all for the applause. It was probably because I didn't fall coming up the stairs. Um, Listening to all the other performers tonight, I've completely forgotten my set. Um, Anyway, thank you all for coming out. Um, It gave me a chance to dress up. I was going to wear makeup, but I couldn't find any polyfilla. When I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself while I'm old. But you can tell that by looking at me. My glasses are dirty. Um, some of you might have noticed my unnatural red hair. Um, it's, it's not vanity. Well, maybe a little vanity. Um, mostly it's because my driver's license says I have red hair. Uh, who am I to argue with ICBC? Um, thank you. Um, um, I, I'm, I married a younger man. He was five years younger than me. And the main... The main reason was I wanted him to be able to look after me when I got to be this old. And um, unfortunately, that didn't pan out. I'm a widow. Um, Marv died in 2011, right in the middle of the Canucks run for the Stanley Cup. I never forgave him. Um, Not only that, my... We were raising my granddaughter, who at the time was 18 months old. Um, She doesn't remember him, but she did look at his ashes today. Um, And she said, was he small? Not really. Anyway. In 
in 2012, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I decided to have a double mastectomy. And for those of you in recovery, you'll relate to this. It's like doing a really, really, really good step five. You get everything off your chest. You're taking up my time. Um, I went, I went and uh, told my doctor what I wanted to do, and he said, "But Kay, there are other options." And I said, "I know, Jason, but they're not where they used to be anyway." Um, no. I'm going to jump ahead now to to COVID and aging, which I understand well. Um, when, when I first encountered um, my first, well, the phenomenon of COVID brain mush, I had, I had lost my wallet. And I, so, no driver's license. I carefully drove up to the license plate and waited license place and um, waited in line for three and a half hours. When I got to the teller, she said, how can I help you? And I said, well, I've lost my wallet and I need a, a replacement. And she said, oh, I can do that. Uh, but I need to see two pieces of ID. <laughs> I said, maybe you didn't understand. Um, I lost my wallet. It has my ID in it. Well, surely you must have some other ID. Maybe you have a passport. And I said, yes, I have a passport. But BC's in lockdown. The borders are closed. I didn't think to bring it. And she said, well, I don't know. Um, I'll have to talk to my supervisor. She came back and she said, well, we can do it just once. If it happens again, I said, I know, I know. Carry my passport. And she said, that'll be $17. I didn't have the heart to tell her that all my money was in my wallet. <laughs> Fortunately, I had $20 hidden in my purse, so I paid for that. But I thought, anyway, that was, that was my first example of how COVID had affected a lot of people. Um, when I'm, oh... I'm also an avid reader. I, um, but at my age, I get halfway through a book and I realize I've read it before. <laughs> so I have to finish it because I can't remember the ending. <laughs> and I'm afraid I'm going to miss a sexy part. Women writers write better sexy parts. Sometimes they go on for two or three pages. And actually, it's even better than I remember it. 
I, I get on my, my phone, I get ads for books, um, and I understand that because I'm a reader. But then I get a bunch of ads for diet products, <laughs> and I'm fascinated by them. I, and then I remember I weigh 103 pounds. <laughs> Actually, my granddaughter is back there hoping my skirt falls down. Um, so, anyway, Grace and I got through it. I aged, she hit puberty. She once asked me if it was okay if she shaved her legs, and, and I said, good nana that I am. I said, well, of course, honey. And then you can pluck the hairs off my chin. She decided to leave her legs. <laughs> but she became fascinated with chin hair. Every day, I'm sure, she comes and checks to see if I've got any more hair. And she's very good at plucking it out for me. Um, I don't know what I would have done in COVID if it wasn't for Grace. Um, I am totally techie illiterate. And also, I wouldn't remember what she told me when I asked her before. So I'd call her Grace. I already showed you that, Nana. Oh, well, sorry. Anyway, um, a number of other things. I, I get lost a lot. Um, I don't know about any, it, it's not age loss. I've always been that way, but um, <laughs> now if I get lost, I just change my destination. <laughs> I, um, I recently had a heart attack. And um, I got sent home with a list of don'ts. But there was one thing that I could do. I could resume sexual activity. <laughs> well, I hadn't had a date in 11 years. Well, I had one coffee date when Grace had signed me up on a dating site. Um, so I, I did go to for coffee with this very, very nice man who was only 50 years old, I think. Um, it didn't last. Um, anyway, um, for me, it's been, it's been an experience being a part of Hilarapy. And the group that we had was wonderful. I was going through my own personal stuff always going through personal stuff. <laughs> Another thing I'm supposed to avoid after my heart attack is stress. Um, I, my life is full of stress. I, I sometimes think I'm coping well. I've got a good friend that keeps telling me I'm wonderful, and, and I tell her, I've got you conned. <laughs> um, anyway, my... My motto is, you're only young once, but you can stay immature indefinitely. <laughs> Thank you.
I would have um, made a longer set, but I couldn't talk any of the people with me to give me any of their time. So um, thank you again for coming. All right, that was Kay. Oh my God. Eh? Huh? All right. So funny. Kay, what do you say? What a day. I can't. No, you should not rhyme. Can't stop, won't stop. Okay, Kay, that was so good. Oh my gosh, she brought up so much stuff. She did aging, death, breast cancer, chin hairs, heart attacks. Not to mention ashes. I know. Ashes of the dead, dead and dying. That That is a hot topic right there for me. But we can start with getting old because that's, I think, just a universal. I mean, yeah, we have two options, folks. We die young or we get old. Yeah. So it's a gift, isn't it, to, to be able to, to it, age? It is a gift. But it comes with a whole bunch of things like getting pruney. Forgetting. <laughs> Do you know what Elaine calls? She says, white women get piano lips. <laughs> what? My, my wife is Chinese and she's very rude about how awful white people look when they age. <laughs> I think I should have said it like that. I shouldn't have said it like well, that. Well, yeah. Well, because I feel like Asians have some sort of magical gift where they just look young until they're like, 90 and then suddenly they're boom 100 here's the thing about getting old i was thinking about this the other day imagine getting to a place where suddenly you need help Mm. where you didn't need help before do you know what i'm saying like something as simple as i'm stepping out of the car i've done this a a million times Mm. in my life i've stepped out of the car and now suddenly It's difficult and people are noticing that it's difficult. Mm. So they're like, oh, let me help you. And I can just see that defiance in people where it's like, no, I don't need help. But you do need help. That's what you're like. You're like, (laughs) don't help me. I don't want any help. Don't look at me. It's like the elbow. (laughs) Don't talk to me. I often picture you as an old person. I don't know why, because you're so... Often. Yeah, I do. Like... No, not often. Uh, just the last time we did a comedy show and uh, Karina has got a thing about puppets and dolls and creepy things like that. And also she collects a lot of costumes and weird trinkety things. She's a bit of a hoarder in that respect. And well, let me remind you, we're surrounded by cardboard right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sort of homeless person-esque <laughs> cardboard. Like if, if I had to, I could build a house out of cardboard and survive outside for a while. But, but, but I often imagine what you would look like sort of in like 30, 30 to 40 years time sort of hunched over like a question mark so ruffling rifling through your your collected belongings <laughs> do you <laughs> you know the dust that's collected but you're sort of all, all sort of angry like <laughs> and you make these, these noises to yourself <laughs> you sort of scuffle you're basically describing someone from the movie The Labyrinth or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. just like the scuffling what? around <laughs> like it's in, it's in here somewhere <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I am that was 
that's exactly what I see. That's <laughs> got all the things piled up on her shoulders. That's what I imagine you're going to be like. <laughs> my grandkids, because I've, I've decided I want my grandkids to call me Nam Nam. So they're going to go, Nam Nam, do you have a, you know, whatever. I think I got one in here somewhere. <laughs> she disappears out the back. But she won't let anyone come in and see her precious things. They're my things. Yeah. Yeah, but what I liked in Kay's set is there's a an energy of her owning her getting old. Oh, right? God, yeah. I love that. The power of owning your story or who you are. Like, she gets up there and she's like, well, a little bit about me. I'm old. Like, she just says it. Yeah. And it's almost like it dissipates... Because I feel like a lot of society right now is trying to pretend they're not getting old. Oh, Botox, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get oh. that. And it's like, yeah, I'm still young. Look at me, I'm still young. Young at heart, certainly. But there's a power in what she does, which is like, yeah, I'm old. Yeah. So get over it. <laughs> I know, she's a trooper. Like, what, she's 76 now? And she is raising her granddaughter, who is around 13. Yeah. And she's basically a single... Single mum. Single nam-nam. Single nam-nam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she talks about, you know, she's got both her breasts removed. Um, that she, she said she only needed one removed, um, but she said, oh, you might as well take the other one off, didn't she? Well, what are you going to do with one? Well, you have a breast reconstruction. Oh, so are you saying that you could get fake breasts? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why that- wouldn't she just go with the double Ds? I guess she's just not that bothered. She's not that person. She, well, you know, she does double D's. Double D's. Double D's. <laughs> she weighs 103. Give me some double D's. Yeah. She wouldn't, wouldn't be able to stand up. Oh, God. Okay, anyways, I'm getting off track. You are getting off track. <laughs> but that but that in itself, like a lot of the stuff she talks about, it takes courage. Like a lot of women tie their identity to their looks, mm-hmm. unfortunately, right? Like I did with my hair. So when I chopped it all off, it was actually quite hard for me. I just thought I wasn't good enough. I like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but someone out there will relate. I thought you looked better. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) All that long hair was dragging you down. I was choking on it. (laughs) Wind come up and it gets stuck down my windpipe. But one of the things I noticed that when she was talking, Lizzie and I are taking notes about what stands out to us. And I just want to address the fact that we took very different notes. Like Lizzie is writing things down like breast cancer, heart attack, death. I've got things like freaking glasses, being dirty, ashes and carrying them around. We took a different track. That ashes joke was great. The ashes thing, like it what is this thing with human beings taking the ashes and there's a lot of them you actually get a lot of ashes from a single human being oh my goodness and then having them in the room with you and being like that's grandpa Ugh. it's just his teeth and his hair all ground up into ashes well i suppose you know when you go through that whole process of burning a body and then sweeping it up into i mean you're bound to get somebody else bit bits of other people in there too <laughs> aren't you <laughs> think of that of course to of course i mean you're not they're not wait unless they're in a single chamber built just for them or do you get like wooden ashes in there too it's like a conveyor belt isn't it sort of goes in fires up so that's Uh, mostly grandpa but it might have some magic sprinkled in from a few other people we don't know we don't know We, we absolutely can't know but i mean i suppose there's protocols isn't there they probably pull out the tray and give it a good rinse after every person. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, in food, 
where it says gluten-free and then on the back it says may have been in a facility that contains nuts exactly they should put that on the ashes that they give you could have a dusting of nuts in it could have a (laughs) dusting someone else's nuts someone else just just be forewarned it could have a dusting of someone else who was probably forewarned <laughs> like it matters it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that's kind of what i'm saying is like it doesn't matter just like, be forewarned my my grandma keeps my grandpa in like a cigarette case or something like that like a little tin when i'm thinking about you in your funny little house with all your old things and I see you as this single woman that's outlived all the men in your life right not all of them not to wait your sons all of them not not the sons not the sons just all the men that yeah. I've you know yeah so so you've outlived so you've probably got three or four husbands under your belt and you've got their ashes and what I mean what would you keep your ashes in your teapot life? teapot I know it something yeah. random but it wouldn't just be any old teapot no. it'd be like a sort of novelty teapot wouldn't oh. it It'd be like a, a magical teapot where people are like drawn to it. What is that golden teapot shaped like an elephant? And I reckon that you would probably ash. let them get a bit of ash on them and then just like freak them out with it. That's kind of what I imagine. That's grandpa number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what was the biggest topic for you? What was the weightiest topic that Kay brushed on? Well, it was her ownership over the chin hairs. Oh, God damn it. I know. Well, yeah. for those who know me, I'm a really hairy person. Yeah. You know what, though? There is something, again, the power of owning. Exactly. Who wants to get up on stage and say, I have chin hair? Well, I'm saying on a podcast. <laughs> I'm saying on a podcast. But, but at my age, it's kind of like not acceptable. Another thing that my Chinese wife said, do you ever look at white women in the witching hour? <laughs> Where you see their facial hair glistering, that's the word she used, which isn't even a real word, glistering in the sunlight. And, okay. and then those really strong stalk hairs, she was saying. <laughs> was awful. Oh, that's God. Like... But di- sometimes talking about hair in places it shouldn't be makes me gag. Well, there you go. Talking about hair in places it, it shouldn't, shouldn't be. be. That's what's so difficult about it is that you're literally telling somebody that their natural form is wrong. Yes. It, because we have, in, and I don't know why this is, but it's like you got hair on your head, you got hair on your eyebrows, you got hair under your armpits and in the, pro- and that's it. Yeah. And if there's hair anywhere else, stray hairs, Yeah. it's like, huh, what are you doing there? Get out. Well, that seems like a strong reaction. I know, but, you but I have body issues. Gag. I have body issues. Right. I mean, you were a care worker. You probably dealt with people who were drooling and had to feed them and help change them. Yeah, I had to help a man clean under his foreskin. Okay, <laughs> never again are we discussing that. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff makes me sick. So... When I went to go look after my grandpa the, the week before he passed on, I had to put it all aside. So I realized I can bucket it. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes people think, oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Well, you can. You, the human spirit is phenomenal. Like I, I would say a word for the human spirit is resilience. Oh, don't bring that word into the resilience. Resilience. I'll tell you what's resilient. A cockroach. <laughs> 
feelings are incredible. Yeah. Right? Because you might say, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's like, what if you said, I can do it? Oh my God. You can do it. You can do it. Oh, that's how I believe things. Yes. Because I'm telling you right now, I thought there's no way I can help someone go to the bathroom. Right. I can't clean up after someone. Disgusting. Like if they've had an accident. Right. All, I mean, babies, children, sure. But grown adults, no way. And then I went, I can do it. Yeah. I just changed the words and I put everything in a bucket and, and went aside like but, all my queasiness. the pun. Put everything in a bucket. <laughs> and I just did it. So if I can clean up after an old man, you listeners out there can do anything you put your mind to, right? Right. Own your story. Own who you are. Own it. Own it. Stand yeah, up there. Yeah, bitches. I got chin hair. Yeah. What you looking at? Your the, chin hair. The glistening <laughs> of my magic. Which <laughs> The strength of my mustache. Yeah, that's right. I have a overabundance of creepy dolls. What's your problem? <laughs> Okay, maybe not so confrontational. Yeah, yeah, calm down. Um, Yeah, no, I I I really enjoyed that set. That was that was unbelievably powerful, actually. I mean, Kay did her course. Kay did her first comedy set three years ago or four years ago, I think. And it's now now she's like supporting the next lot. So Kay's had a little chance to really hone her craft in comedy writing and performance but she's just naturally really really funny and humor has been something that's got her through you know some of the hardest parts of if you listen to what she's actually saying that is not easy to go through she had a heart attack during covid she's got to like she loses her driving license and she's got to go and sort it all out at the dmv there she's got no one to help her with those like day-to-day runnings of things and well, and she lost her husband. Like, I mean, if she you actually listen, yeah. you're right to the things she's saying. It's the it's the aging, the heart attack, the breast cancer, the losing the husband. That is all. One could flip it and say, wear it as a cloak of victimhood. Right. Right. And she's not. She's getting on stage and telling it and making people laugh and bringing yeah. joy, and then yeah. and also giving people an opportunity to go. Oh my God, I can so relate. I'm not alone. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I'm really proud of you, Kay. Thank you so much for sharing your heart with us. Uh, I think that kind of feels like a natural place to close the episode. What do you think? Feels like a wrap to me, son. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to hobble out of here and uh, uh, we wish you all a very happy day. Please own your light, your love, your power, your glory. Peace, love, and happiness. Dear listeners, we are a two-woman shop here, and this is a little labor of love. So anything you can do to show us some love, our love language is subscribing, sharing on social media, and coming to one of our many shows. And if you're feeling really adventurous, take a course. Don't be afraid of a good time. We love you. We love you. We love you. We're out.